Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam. How are you doing? What a wild and amazing time we are living in. It is week two for us here in California, living on the you know self-imposed uh, quarantine. All businesses are closed except for essential businesses, and um, what a time to be alive. Things are changing, and it is bringing up a lot of stress and anxiety and fear in a lot of people. And so I want to talk about fear today. Fear. Ooh, we've all felt it. We all know it. We all know how it affects us. And this weekend, Corey and I went on a hike in uh, one of these crazy hills in, (laughs) in California. And, you know, it's interesting because as much as I love being Um, outside in California, and I like doing things that are physically challenging, this hike scared me. Like it got under my skin and I had a few moments of crazy, crazy fear. So there's one part in the hike that you have to cross this wooden plank and it's maybe like three feet or four feet long, but underneath it, because of the runoff, It was like a full big drop down this mountain. Now there was a way to go kind of up and around it and I could have done like the safe option, but I literally stood there and I just froze and you know, all of the, all of the thoughts in my head went to, oh my gosh, well, you're going to trip and you're going to fall and you're going to fall down this crazy ravine and you're going to break your legs and you're never going to be able to dance again and you might die and you should definitely not do this. That was the fear spiral. And you know, I took a deep breath and Corey and our friend Dom, who was with us, you know, they're like, come on, you're fine. It's just a wooden plank. Like you've got great balance. You can do this. And I took a deep breath. I said, five, four, three, two, one, go. And I walked across it and I was fine. Later on in the hike, we were crossing little, um, they're not rivers, but there's like little streams. So it was like little water and there were big boulders in the water that you would step on the rocks and then cross the other side without falling into the water. And the same thing happened. Dom would go first. I would watch which foot his, you know, which foot he put which on which boulder. And I, again, I got so scared. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to slip on this wet rock and I'm going to fall in and I'm going to twist my ankle and I'm going to not be able to dance again and I'm going to die. And the truth is that didn't happen. And I had to wrangle in my fear and so I was talking to the guys about it. And, and you know, what's so fascinating is that as I even retell this, it sounds ridiculous, but that's the truth with most of our fear. It is actually a uh, very uh, irrational because that's, that's what our fear is meant to do. It's meant to keep us safe, right? We have this biological, physiological need for fear because it has kept us safe for hundreds of thousands of years. However, in today's day and age, 
we're on like fear overload and fear is kind of a natural state that many of us live in. And we know that that's not good for our bodies. That is not good for our mind. That's not good for our mental health. And so how do we combat fear? How do we know that we are safe in this moment and we are not going to die in the stream or on the mountain or as you send a text message or as you launch, you know, your e-course or as you start your business, that that is not the type of fear that fear isn't serving us in that moment. Fear is simply keeping us small. It's keeping us safe and it's keeping us from doing something that could be really, really amazing. So we can understand the biological need for it, that survival of the fittest, the need for fear to protect us, and at the same time, realize that it doesn't actually serve us in a lot of our lives these days. So, you know, what I like to do in these situations is look at my list of truths. What do I know to be true about myself? And this is something that I've talked about in previous podcasts, this idea of what do I know to be true about myself prior to the stories that society put on me, prior to you know my experiences shaping who I think I am, but what's at my core? What is at my true soul level? What do I know to be true about myself? And you know, the boys brought this up. They're like, Sam, you're a dancer. You have the best balance out of all of us. If anyone's going to fall, not going to fall, it's going to be you. You, you know, your body is capable of so much and you probably would get hurt on stage doing the crazy stuff that you're doing way more. Uh, it's way more possible for that to happen than for you to fall on this hike. And that was such an interesting realization for me is that these people trusted my body more than I trusted my body. And so we dove kind of deeper into that. And I'm like, oh yeah, what I know to be true is that my body has done incredible things, amazing things. My body is strong. My body is flexible. My body is balanced. And so in your fear moments, what can you come back to? What do you know to be true about yourself? Whether it's a physical thing or an emotional, mental, spiritual thing, what do you know to be true? So in that moment, what I knew to be true is that, yeah, my body is actually really amazing and my body is capable. So that helped me work through that moment. Another thing that I think is really important is to not aim to be fearless. I heard on a podcast recently, um, I will find the name of the podcast, I, f I forget what it was, but um, someone saying like, fuck fearless. It's not smart to be fearless. Like we've had fear because we've needed to survive for the last however long in our human race. Like we can't expect to be fearless. Fear does keep us safe. Fear, you know, keeps us from walking into oncoming traffic and from eating stuff that might not be good for us. And, you know, fear does help us. So letting go of all fear and becoming fearless isn't actually going to serve us. So let go of the notion that you have to be fearless. Instead, welcome fear in. Say, oh, hey, fear, what's up? Let's have some coffee together. What can I learn from you? What are you trying to show me? What are you trying to teach me? And I talk about this, you know, with our judgments. I talk about this with our stress, our anxiety. Like these are all things that are meant to shed light on things we need to learn, on ways that we need to grow, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Fear doesn't have to be this big, scary thing that keeps us in our place, that paralyzes us. Instead, let fear be your teacher. 
what can I learn from this? Ooh, I learned that like, actually I'm way more capable than I thought I was and I need to trust my body more. Fear can teach you that you are stronger than you think you are. Fear can teach you where you still need to do some self-healing and some self-work. And really, our biggest fears are really the biggest obstacles that lead to our biggest breakthroughs. So you guys, the amount of fear that I sat in for a long time around my divorce was major. It was debilitating. I knew, as I think many women know when they, when they go through the divorce, that you know, I knew that this relationship wasn't serving me for a very long time, but fear kept me in it. That fear of, well, what am I going to do on my own? Am I going to be able to afford being on my own? Am I going to find someone else that will marry me over the age of 30? Am I ever going to have kids? Am I ever going to have this life that I wanted? If I choose to start over now, will I be okay? What will people think of me? What, you know, I mean, all of those fears keep us locked in place. And so for that a very long time, I had to move through that fear and I had to dissect it and get in there and say, okay, is this fear legitimate? Is this fear worth it? Like, is is it worth still taking the risk? And our brains often are like, nope, fear, don't take the risk. Stay safe, stay safe. But you know what? When we take the safe option, we aren't fully living. When we take the safe option, we are staying small. We're staying inside the box. And so I'm encouraging you to welcome the fear in. Say, hey girl, let's get some coffee. I know that if I can work with you and say, come along for the ride and I can overcome this giant obstacle that I'm going to have my biggest, most amazing breakthrough. And for me in my life, that biggest breakthrough was, was moving through divorce. It was the biggest obstacle that I had ever experienced at the, up until that point in my life. And probably, you know, I would still say that's the biggest obstacle that I have moved through. But I can't even tell you, my life five years ago compared to my life right now is completely different. And it's because that fear, when I brought her along, allowed me to grow into the person that I'm supposed to be. So because of the fear, because of the obstacle, because of all of the thoughts that I had to work through and move through to move through the fear, I am a different person. So when you are feeling fear around showing up on social media, starting a business, leaving a relationship, starting a relationship, starting a workout routine, making change, moving across the country, when you feel that fear and it is like a big visceral fear, know that that's going to lead to your biggest breakthrough, that that is going to catapult you into the human that you are supposed to be. And that is freaking amazing because without fear, without challenge, without obstacle, are you really living? You know, when, when I think about how to handle fear, I like to not only think about what I know to be true about myself, but also I like to go there to that worst case scenario because sometimes fear will let us like think crazy things, but it's kind of irrational. So I like to take my clients through this exercise and say, okay, what's the best case scenario in this situation? And they'll talk it through. I'm like, okay, well, that sounds pretty awesome. Great. What is the worst case scenario if you follow through with XYZ? 
And sometimes the fear will keep us in this kind of like nebulous place of just panic. But when you actually name the worst case scenario and you're able to say, okay, this is the worst case scenario. Will I be okay with this? And many times we realize, hey, okay, I'm gonna be all right. That's actually not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. And I'm gonna choose to now move for it, move through it anyway. Like I see this in um, a lot of people when they start their network marketing business, they're like, oh, what, what are people gonna think of me? I'm like, okay, great, let's go through the, the best case scenario. They're gonna think you're, you're helping people's health, you're making an income, you're, you know, you're successful, you're doing all this stuff, awesome. What's the worst case scenario when you start your network marketing business? Oh, people are going to judge me. They're going to think that I'm a sellout. They're going to think that I'm, you know, I'm just trying to get them for their money and they're going to think that I'm crazy and, you know, and I'm like, great. And so what's going to happen then? Well, I guess they'll either tell me no or they won't talk to me anymore. And I guess that means they weren't my real friend in the first place. So we like can talk through these scenarios and go, oh, well, I guess that's not as bad as I thought it would be. And so I encourage you to look at your worst case scenario and your best case scenario, because most of the time, the outcome really is somewhere in between. When I was walking away from that marriage, the worst case and best case, um, you know, I don't know that I actually could describe them, but something that I always knew in my core, in my being, was that I knew I was meant to have another love. I knew that. I knew that deep down. And that was the thing that kind of pulled me through, that I knew there was something more for me. I knew there was another life for me. And so worst case scenario was that like I would be broke. I wouldn't have a job. I would be homeless. But like I knew in my core, in my being, that I knew there was more for me. And so that's what I held on to. So whatever situation you're going through, I want you to look at best case and worst case and know A, that you're going to be okay because you survived 100% of your worst days. And then B, know that the worst case scenario generally doesn't happen. And if it does, guess what? You're going to be okay. Go back to what you know to be true about you. I know that I am smart. I know that I adjust quickly, that like when anything is thrown my way, I know how to navigate those things. It might be uncomfortable, but I always land on my feet. I know that I am a kind, good person and that good things happen to good people. And I know that small fear triumphs lead to big wins. So if you're trying to flex your fear muscles and you're trying to you know, improve your relationship with fear, you've got to start doing things that scare you. You don't overcome fear by sitting where you are and doing nothing. You have to start testing it. And it's kind of like your self-confidence muscles. You only become confident by doing things that will make you confident. You can't just sit there and expect things to happen, right? So what are like small fear triumphs? Well, you know what? If you need to start working on your social media for your brand and you're terrified of it, don't feel like you have to do, you know, a 10 minute IG story or IG live and have this beautiful feed and do all this stuff. Start with one picture. If you're terrified of talking online in front of people, start with a 15 second video. You don't have to take massive leaps. It can be very small baby steps. And with each step you take, that's a fear triumph. And you're flexing that fear muscle so you're leading to bigger and bigger and bigger wins because it's a lot of consistent effort over time. It's not just like running the marathon tomorrow. It's starting with lacing up your shoes and going for a walk 
and then turning that walk into a run and then turning it into a couple miles and into more miles. You know what I mean? So small fear triumphs. If you are looking to, you know, start a relationship, but you're terrified, guess what? Small things count. Maybe you say hi to someone in a coffee shop. Maybe you just set up your online dating profile. Maybe you just do tiny, tiny bits, tiny, tiny steps to get you where you need to go and then support yourself emotionally in the process. Hire a coach, do an online course, do things that are going to increase your self-esteem, increase your self-awareness and your, your realization that you are worthy and that you are powerful and that you can absolutely do everything and anything that you set your mind to. So it's like taking the action and also supporting it with that emotional, mental, spiritual work, knowing that you're fully capable, knowing that you are supported by a higher power, whatever that is, universe, unicorns, God, spirit, whatever. Like you are supported, you are capable, you are powerful, so you can handle everything and anything that comes your way. So stop trying to push the fear aside and be fearless. No, you've got to feel the fear and do it anyway, right? Feel the fear and do it anyway. And anyone that has done anything major in their life, I guarantee you they have not done it fearlessly. They have done it with fear, probably with a ton of fear that makes them want to throw up and puke and die, but they do it anyway. I don't know any performer that doesn't have any fear when they step on stage. I don't know any performer that doesn't have fear when they walk into an audition, regardless of what their resume says. I don't know anyone that doesn't have fear when starting a new business, that doesn't have fear when they step out on that first date or that doesn't have fear when they end a relationship. Like you guys, we're all walking around with fear. And the difference is between the successful people and the people that are living small lives is that the successful people feel the fear and do it anyway. Woo, I am fired up. You guys, if this podcast resonates with you, please take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, share it with a girlfriend, and let me know what you are planning to do with your fear. What is it that you want to do in your life right now? Is it start a business? Is it start a relationship? Is it go on that nutrition plan? What are you working towards and feeling fear around? But what are you going to decide to do anyway? I would love to know what, uh, what resonates, what speaks to you, and let me know how I can support you. Have the best day ever. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.